Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Adams, and you're listening to the Money Girl Podcast. My mission is to give you all the information, tools, and inspiration to live rich and love the journey. If you're looking for products, tools, and services for different areas of your financial life, such as banking, borrowing money, saving money, investing, and even productivity, I've put all my top recommendations in one place for you. Just visit my tools page at lauradadams.com or go directly to lauradadams.com forward slash tools. Whenever someone tells me about a situation where they used a debit card to make a purchase and they have no idea how risky doing that is, I can't keep my mouth shut. I have to let them know that they really should be more careful. And now I'm just going to refer them to this podcast so they can understand why and consider six risky situations when you should never use a debit card. These aren't the only risky situations that exist, but they are the most common ones that you should avoid. For some people, I think this seems counterintuitive because they might consider credit cards a bigger threat. While credit cards can certainly hurt your finances because of the potential to rack up a huge amount of debt, my goal for this show is to get you thinking about the right way to use both types of cards in order to stay safe. In addition to the six risky situations to use a debit card, I'm going to review your consumer rights for using debit and credit cards so you know your potential liability for using either one. I want to thank Stayful for supporting Money Girl. Stayful is a booking site that helps you find boutique and independent hotels. The average Stayful user saves an extra 22% on the best price listed any place online. You can negotiate your rate so you know exactly what price you'll pay and exactly what you're getting. Stayful is also perfect for getting that last-minute hotel deal, so check them out before your next spontaneous trip. Visit Stayful.com or download the Stayful mobile app. Be sure to use the code MONEYGIRL to get an extra $25 off your first booking. Although debit and credit cards may look the same, they're completely different financial tools. I'm sure you're familiar with how they work. A credit card allows you to make purchases using borrowed money that you have to pay back with interest over time. A debit card allows you to make purchases using your own money that's linked to a bank checking or savings account. But what you may not know is that credit and debit cards offer very different levels of legal and financial protection. Debit cards give you fewer rights than credit cards. 
So it's important to understand your potential liability when using them. Before we cover the six risky situations to use a debit card, I want to cover what happens if someone steals your credit card. Fortunately, you get some really nice protection thanks to a federal law called the Fair Credit Billing Act. This law is one of the reasons why I prefer using credit instead of debit. The Fair Credit Billing Act says that if a thief takes your card or even just steals the card number and takes off on a shopping spree, you're responsible for no more than $50. It doesn't matter if a cybercriminal hacks your credit card number online and then uses it to kick back in a five-star hotel in Maui for a week. You won't have to pay more than $50. Plus, many credit card issuers offer fraud protection that completely eliminates your liability. The protection gets even better if you become aware that your credit card is lost or stolen and you report it before unauthorized charges are made. In that case, you're not even responsible for $50. You're completely off the hook. The Fair Credit Billing Act protects you from unauthorized charges on revolving accounts. So these include credit cards, charge cards, retail store cards, gas cards, and lines of credit. The law also protects you against other issues like being charged for unaccepted goods, undelivered goods, or any other formal disputes that you might make. These are terrific protections that should make you feel confident about using a credit card in stores or online. Now, let's review what happens if someone steals your ATM or debit card. These cards are regulated by a different federal law than credit cards. The law for debit cards is called the Electronic Fund Transfer Act. Many people mistakenly believe that because their bank is FDIC insured, that their money is protected from theft. Guys, this is dead wrong. The FDIC reimburses you up to a certain amount if your bank goes out of business, but not if a criminal accesses your bank account and steals your money. Your liability for fraudulent charges on a debit card depends on how quickly you report it lost or stolen. This is the big difference between credit cards. Let me repeat that. Your liability for fraudulent charges on a debit card depends on how quickly you report it lost or stolen. So unlike a credit card, your liability with a debit card is not capped at $50. It's actually unlimited. Here's how it works. If you report a missing debit card before a thief uses it, you're not responsible for any unauthorized transactions. That's just like what I covered with a credit card. Now, if you report your debit card is lost or stolen within two business days, you're responsible for up to $50 only. However, if it takes you 60 days to realize that you've got unauthorized charges and to report them, you're on the hook for a lot more, up to $500. And if your debit card number is stolen, but you still have the card in your possession, you have a little bit more protection. In that case, you're not liable for fraudulent activity if you report it within 60 days of your statement date. But here's the real kicker. If it takes you more than 60 days to report fraudulent charges, no matter if a thief has your actual card or just your debit card number, you have unlimited liability. Again, if it takes you more than 60 days to report fraudulent charges on a debit card, you have unlimited liability. So that means a thief could completely drain your bank account and get away with stealing your entire balance. 
Plus, you'll probably have bank overdraft fees. I use my bank's iPhone app to check my bank accounts at least once a day to look for fraudulent charges or anything that just looks strange. I would catch any unauthorized use right away so I could report it within two business days and only get stuck with a $50 liability. But if you're not someone who's in the habit of reviewing your bank accounts on a daily basis, please think twice about using a debit card or consider switching to a better bank that offers tools to make it easy to stay on top of your transactions. Using the best bank for your situation is really important for keeping your personal finances in tip-top shape. I covered top online banks and eight banking security tips in a recent podcast, which is episode number 396. So I definitely recommend you go back and listen to that show if you haven't already. For that show, I created a PDF download called the Online Bank Comparison Chart, which I highly recommend. It's a detailed review that I did of seven top checking and savings accounts. You can get the free online bank comparison chart by downloading it from the Money Girl page at quickanddirtytips.com or by sending me a text message right now. Simply text the word bank online to the number 33444. There's no space between bank and online. It's just one string. Again, text bank online to the number 33444. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Now that you understand the potential risks associated with debit and credit cards, here are six risky situations when I recommend that you never use a debit card. Situation number one, shopping online. Whenever someone tells me that they don't need a credit card because they simply use their debit card to shop online or make travel reservations, I really want to cringe. One of the most important rules for using debit cards is to never use them online. It doesn't matter if you're buying shoes, concert tickets, paying your power bill, or booking a cruise vacation. Buying anything online using a debit card makes you vulnerable to a cyber criminal who, as I mentioned, could steal your card number and drain your bank account linked to the card. Unless you are like me and you watch your transactions like a hawk and would catch the fraud immediately. Situation number two where you should never use a debit card is when you're making a large purchase. When you make a really big expensive purchase like 
furniture, electronics, or appliances, you get much less protection if you pay with a debit card instead of a credit card. Here's an example. Let's say you order furniture and it gets delivered and you find damage that occurred during shipment. If the furniture company won't reimburse you for the damage or exchange the merchandise, you can dispute the charge with your credit card company. Your card company will reverse your payment to the merchant and inform them that they've opened a dispute on your behalf. But if you paid for that furniture with a debit card, the money is taken from your account right away. The only way to settle a dispute with a debit card charge might be to begin an expensive lawsuit. Additionally, many credit cards also offer extended warranties. So let's say your new television has a 60-day warranty, but the display goes bad after 90 days. Your credit card might protect you. Of course, you should only use a credit card if you can pay off the balance in full or if you're very intentional about financing a planned purchase using a low-rate card so that you pay no interest or as little as possible. Situation number three, dining out. Using a debit card in a restaurant is especially dangerous because they're one of the few places where the card leaves your site. Think about it. The server takes it away to process, and you have no idea what could have happened. Of course, someone could also steal your credit card number if you pay with a credit card. But as I mentioned, since your potential liability is so much less with a credit card, paying with cash or a credit card is a smarter way to handle a restaurant bill. Situation number four, buying gas. When you swipe a debit or a credit card at the pump, some gas stations place an immediate hold on your account to make sure that you don't buy more gas than you can afford. The hold amount varies by station, but it could be over $100, even if you only plan to buy $10 worth of gas. While this practice is almost unnoticeable if you pay with a credit card, it can be a real problem with a debit card. Here's why. Some banks may process a debit transaction at the pump for the exact amount within seconds and clear the hold immediately. But others may keep the hold for days, and that freezes up a certain amount of your money, which could cause you to bounce other payments or even have new charges denied until the hold expires. Situation number five. Making an upfront deposit. Anytime you need to pay an upfront deposit for goods or services, never use a debit card. Some examples include booking travel reservations, making a deposit to order cabinets or new flooring, securing freelance services, or renting equipment. As I previously mentioned, once a debit card charge is processed and money is withdrawn from your account, it's gone. On the other hand, putting a deposit on a credit card gives you the ability to dispute the charge and get your money back if something goes wrong. Situation number six, setting up automatic bill payments. While I love the idea of setting up recurring payments to make sure expenses like loan payments, gym memberships, and utilities never fall through the cracks, it can become a bookkeeping nightmare if you don't keep a cash cushion in your account. To protect yourself from potential bank overdraft fees, consider setting up automatic payments on a credit card instead. 
since dealing with fraudulent charges on a credit card is easier and less costly than with a debit card, be very cautious about the six situations that I covered or using a debit card at any establishment that seems questionable to you. If you have enough discipline to pay off credit card balances in full every month, they should be your primary payment method. Not only do they give you more security and purchase protections, but they also help you build credit, give you a precise record of your expenses, and allow you to earn rewards. All of these wonderful benefits are free as long as you pay your credit card bill in full every month. The trick to using a credit card successfully is to do a little mind game with yourself and pretend that it's actually a debit card. That way you never charge more than you can pay off right away. But if you're not ready to use a credit card for all your purchases, that's okay. I hope this podcast has simply made you more aware of their pros and cons compared to debit cards. Knowing those differences and understanding your potential liability will help you make smarter financial decisions going forward. And before we go, if you're ready for help managing debt, building credit, or reaching big financial goals, I want to invite you to join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Debt. It's a growing community of really interesting people who are asking awesome questions and sharing their experiences. I'm in the group almost daily, so it's a really great place to just observe or to even join in the conversation yourself. To request your invitation, visit Dominate Your Debt on Facebook, or you can send me a text message and I'll send you an invitation right now. Just text GROUP400 to the number 33444. Again, that's GROUP400 to the number 33444. I hope to see you in the group. And as always, thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with me today. If you have money questions, feel free to send them to me via my contact page at lauradadams.com. I'm so glad you're listening. Talk to you next week. Cha-ching! That's all for now. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 